Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, I'm Lauren. I am a senior at Classical Academy High School, and I'm going to share with you a little bit about the Word of God today. So um, we're still in Matthew. We're going to be reading 21 through 26. So let's read that. Okay, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council. But whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer, and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will be by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. So um, let's just look at two words. Uh, we're going to focus on 21 and 22 right now, so I'm going to read that again, and then we can... Um, dig into it. So 21, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council, but whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. So I think we all know what murder means, but I looked up the definition on Google and it says the unlawful premeditated killing of one human being by another. Um, some synonyms would be killing, assassination, homicide, and these words uh, don't really have positive connotations. Those are really strong and biting words. And then the definition of anger is a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Some synonyms would be rage or irritation. Um, I think a lot of times we can see ourselves and look at other people and say, well, I'm, I'm a good person, I haven't killed anyone, right? And um, it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people. Uh, one thing that Evan Wickham said at a camp, I think like two or three years ago, is that we, we compare ourselves to other people rather than comparing ourselves to God. And um, we see murderers and we point and say, they are sinners and that's a bad person. But uh, the Bible says that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, right? Romans 3.23. So I think it's important to recognize that both acts are sinful and sin is a serious thing. The other day, um, I had just woken up from a nap and I had like a lot of homework to do. And Katie was playing guitar. Um, and like when I do homework, I have to have complete silence or like classical music. <laughs> like, can some of you guys listen to music while you're doing your homework? I'm sure some of you can just like lyrics and everything. Yeah, okay, I can't do that. It like irritates me so much. I can't focus. Like, I just get so distracted, and especially if it's songs that I know, like I just start thinking about the lyrics and like the music and everything. And so I just have to have complete silence. And so like, I got mad at Katie just for playing guitar, and I could have just waited till she was done and then continued you know to start my homework and so it was just anger without a cause like I just got agitated for no reason um, and even though I wasn't going to like slaughter or assassinate Katie <laughs> I think like it's just important that we are careful um, and another thing I want to um, point out is that murder and anger fall under the same spiritual sickness and I know you're probably like what like what the heck like I don't 
like I yeah I get angry but that doesn't mean I'm a murderer and you're right but if we just look at this okay if Trevor was going to murder someone <laughs> we'll pray for you um Trevor wants a person to cease existing because of the contempt built up inside of his heart towards that person. So this is like the ultimate form of contempt. It's like the end result. And anger is it's just a small release of contempt that Trevor would have towards a person. It's like just that minor act of contempt that happens at the beginning. And so anger can destroy relationships in a small way and murder destroys relationships completely, obviously, because the person doesn't exist anymore. Um, so do you see how anger is just that beginning of the sickness, even though the final destination isn't reached? I think that we need to be really careful and recognize the danger that anger can have. Um, let's look at verses 23 through 26. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. 25. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge. The judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. So in verse 23, it says, therefore, basically in light of this, and it says, if your brother has something against you, it doesn't even say if you have something against your brother. So it doesn't matter what the problem is, but if you remember that someone has something against you, it's so important that you go and um, you reconcile and you fix that problem. And I think that this is love and this is what Jesus would do. And we need to be um, a reflection of Jesus. And in verse 25, it says, um, agree with your adversary. So even an accuser, we need to act quickly. And um, it says in Proverbs 16, 7, when the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. And so like God will be faithful if we go and we reconcile with those people who have things against us. We just need to be willing to go and do it and act quickly. Um, and this will bring life rather than death to relationships. And earlier in the chapter, um, it says, blessed are the peacemakers. Um, so God honors this. Now you're probably thinking like, how in the world can I avoid being angry? If someone like slaps you in the face, you're not gonna be like, oh, that was so sweet. Like, God bless you. Like, that's not, <laughs> I don't know. If you can do that, like, that's awesome. <laughs> but um, I think some of us struggle with this more than others. Um, some of you in this room can just, you're so easygoing and you can handle um, anger really well, but others struggle with it. And so I think that this passage just really exposes our weakness and shows um, his grace and the importance of his grace in the Christian walk because we can only find salvation in him. And we are so worthy of his judgment, um, even though we aren't murderers. Uh, but just knowing that this anger is in our hearts and in our nature should make us even more grateful for God's grace and forgiveness and the fact that um, he comes to bring life and not death. Um, and then just a practical way to become less angry. If you want to turn to Ephesians 5, I'm going to read verses 18 through 20. I can read them if, if you don't want to. That's okay. But um, it says... 
And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things and to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so just a practical way to become less angry is by being filled with the Holy Spirit, um, which just reveals to us even more that it's not in our own strength, but it's in the strength of the Lord. Um, so not only will our communication with others change, it says um, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, but our communication with God changes. It says um, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. And then also we are more thankful. It says giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So um, if we're just praying and asking the Lord to fill us with his spirit, um, he will do it, and we will respond by being less angry and more kind and loving and considerate to others. Um, and that, uh, it says, but be filled with the Spirit, that be is, is a continual. It's not like we can just pray to the Lord to fill us with the Spirit, and we're set for the rest of our life. We can't just, I mean, we can be filled with the Spirit one moment, and then the next just be in our flesh, and so we need to be continually asking the Lord to fill us with His Spirit so that we can, in those times where we want to lash out and be angry, um, He can give us peace and help us to step back and calmly respond. Um, so yeah, again, it's not in our own strength, and I think that this passage is definitely revealing that God is so good and so merciful and gracious to us that He um, would allow us to enter into His kingdom. So. Yep, that's all I have, and I'm going to pray for us. Dear God, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to just be here at this church and to share and have Trevor share and Kayla lead worship and um, just be in community with all these high schoolers, Lord. I pray for the rest of their day that you would just fill all of us with your spirit and help us to um, recognize how good you are and how gracious and loving you are and I pray that um, we would just remember that Lord and go out of this church remembering how good you are and um, thank you so much for this opportunity again and we love you and um, thank you so much Jesus same amen <laughs>